0: Hey what's up y'all? Welcome back to the Out the Mud campaign where we talk all things grind, trying to help you get it out the mud. It's your host, Yusuf Abdullah, aka Master Chef YSF. Come see what we cooking up. Alright, first and foremost, you know what I appreciate everyone for listening. I mean for tuning in. So, you know, today we're gonna to talk about the very first steps. You know, uh, you know, last episode was episode one, and that was really just more so introduction, you know, to the campaign, introduction about about me pretty much. So, you know, we're gonna get into it though, you know. So we're gonna talk about just getting started today. Sha'allah. So So you know, really first and foremost, you know, what I think comes first, you know, is your mindset. But the end of the day i know a lot of people you know they want something tangible they want something they can start doing they want something you know that they can see so we're gonna get we're gonna get into that in the next episode or two so we're not gonna go into mindset too much right now but i will say just to preface all that mindset is the most important thing i'm just gonna let y'all know not just mindset and getting started but your mindset every single day as you go through the process, even once you achieve success, mindset is still the most important thing you're gonna have. But anyway, like I said, we're gonna give y'all something tangible today, okay? So, step one create goals, okay? Create goals, you got to have clearly defined goals, okay? So, there's a quote right by Robert A. Heinlein. Possibly <laughs> say in the absence of clearly defined goals, we become strangely loyal to performing daily trivia until ultimately we become enslaved to it. You know, some prime examples of this. We got social media, Instagram, Twitter, Netflix, video games. Psh, my favorite politics, man. The biggest BS of them all. Right. Well. I guess at least, you know, like federal politics, we'll say. But, yeah, so, you know, just take all that into consideration. You know, if you don't got nothing, just think about it. If you don't got nothing that you really actively working towards, if you don't got nothing that you coming home and you like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm about to be doing today, blah, blah, blah. you like, I mean, I could just sit on my phone. I don't got nothing better to do. I'm going to binge watch this. You feel me? I'm going to go play Call of Duty or Fortnite or whatever y'all is playing right now. You feel me? But at the end of the day, like, listen, I don't got a TV in my crib. I got a laptop. I don't watch Netflix. You feel me? I, I definitely don't play no video games. And you know, I mean, things are still a process. You feel me? Things is definitely still a process. You know, I ain't saying just because of that, oh, I'm you know light years ahead and all that. But you know, it's it's the start. You know, it allows that process to 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 begin being cultivated. If you have all those daily distractions, you know, it's just, it's just going it's just going to keep setting you back. It's, it's going to keep holding you back. You know, you're not going to get nowhere until, until you get over that. So, okay. So like I said, first, we got to create your goals, right? Well, you got to create your goals. So I say, I say, honestly, start with 10 years. We, 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 we going to start and we're going to work back. Okay. Cause that makes a little bit more sense. Cause if you start with like, okay, what I want to accomplish this week, you're not really working toward you don't know what you're working towards yet. So we're gonna work backwards. It makes it easier to make your day-to-day once you once you have clearly defined goals. So I would say, you know, pick two or three ten-year goals, right? Clearly define them. Okay? You need to clearly define them. Not like let's say. You know, I I I, I want to have a large real estate portfolio. Like, cool, but like that, okay, like that, like that's it's it's very plain. You feel me? It's very plain. Uh, you need you need to clearly define. I want to have a large real estate portfolio valued at, you know, three million dollars plus. I want to have a real estate portfolio of 10 to 15 properties and at least 50 percent of those properties being multifamily properties. You know, something a little more specific. And you can even go way more specific than that. You should probably really actually go more specific than that. Talk about how you want to generate that income. Like, you know, do you want to generate it through wholesaling? Do you want to generate it through fixing flips or or? do you want to get a buy and hold hold it for a couple of years, sell it for appreciation, you know, for an appreciated value, and then use that to buy two properties? You know, what's your angle? Like, how do you plan on executing that? So then this way, again, as we begin to work backwards, you can create a day to day. So after you create that five year, right? Part of myself after you create those ten year goals create five year goals and mind you you know be, be before I keep go go too far into this you know go big I'm gonna tell you this, go big don't don't set mediocre goals don't be like oh in ten years you know I want to have one single family property that I live in and I want to have a, a a duplex that you know pays my rent like no that like no don't do that because if that's all you're shooting for like You you don't even need to be doing this, okay? Go big. Go big. Set your goals to be unachievable because even if you don't achieve those goals, you probably still did something spectacular. You feel me? So go big. So, okay. Once you did them 10-year goals, do five-year goals. Once you do them five-year goals, we're going to do one-year goals, okay? So understand something, right? There's another quote or a saying, whatever. Most people underestimate what they can do or accomplish in 10 years and they overestimate what they can do in one year so mind you again like i said go big on those 10-year goals go big and you know that 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 one-year goal those one-year goals you know that, that that that's what you're gonna be. You know that's ultimately, obviously, that, that's your short term goal. That's that's what you're working for right now. Like the ten year goals is like, what are we building towards? You feel me? That one year goals, what are we actively working towards right now at this moment? What do we need to do in the next three to six months that'll make this goal achievable in one year? So okay, and then so like I said. How that's something we're actively working towards right now. Once you get that one-year goal, the one-year goals, whatever it may be, daily goals, daily accomplishments, what do you feel that you need to do every single day, okay? What I, what I got on my daily list right now, I can look up at my wall and see it, right? Because this is something else I'm going to want you to do. I want you to write all this stuff down because we're going to get into the next step in a second, is study one hour a day. I've been doing that pretty consistently. Read for 15 minutes a day. You know, I'm working on getting better at that. I've been reading for a couple nights a week. And it's not even so much, you know, I listen to audiobooks a lot. I'm going to be honest with you. So I absorb a lot of my information through audiobooks and podcasts because, you know, I work and then I come home and, you know, I do various things, uh, whether it be studying or whatever, so, or, you know, trying to execute on these things so you know i try and listen to these podcasts to these audiobooks while i'm at work to absorb the knowledge there but while i read for 15 minutes is reading just activates and it stimulates a certain part of your brain that a lot of other activities don't do so it's not even necessarily for the information mind you you should read something beneficial not just something like novel but you know if that's what you want to start out with something that's entertaining you know as long as it's not like some hood novel you feel me like that's cool you feel me? I ain't gonna knock you for that. My next one is, you know, wake up at five AM. I've been getting better, but you know, I'm not consistent. I'm not consistent yet. But but I am consistently earlier every day. So, you know, I'm working towards getting better at that. I, I need to be going to sleep at a better time is really what, what what it is. But um, you know, I can make excuses all I want. But you know, at the end of the day, I just you know what I mean I'm on some nonsense. So, you know, off of my fast a lot, you know, I'm pretty good with that. You know, uh, I'm trying to, you know, maintain re- retain some energy. You know, I'm trying to, you know, quit drinking coffee because, you know, for one, mainly, honestly, it's a waste of money. For two, it's like, you know, it's like caffeine wore off. Like, you know, kind of, you know, kind of hit a little bit. You kind of, you know, make you a little down and you want more coffee. And it's just like it's really a setback in the long run. You know, I'm trying to cuss less exercise 30 minutes a day really you know at least like three four five times a week stretch for 15 minutes a day and floss daily so you know hygiene physical health mental health it's all up there you know spiritual health it's all up there this is what i need to do on a daily basis to make sure that you know i'm working at optimal level if i can complete those goals i know how my body operates if i get in the routine and you know, I need to get back into my routine because I kind of, you know, a couple of things have happened in my life where I got out of my funk a little bit. So, you know, I'm working back into it. Um, you know, hum to So, you know, but I know when I do those things that my body begins to work at an even higher rate and it just becomes natural, becomes instinct. So that's what I got on my daily goals. That's just some examples of something that you can do. And, you know, again, like like I'm saying, how we're working towards these 10-year goals and how, you know, that one year is what we're actively working towards and these daily goals, you know, I think that kind of plays along to the idea of the compound effect. And, you know, I just want you all to keep that in mind because that's something I'm very big on right now, you know, even though because compound effect, you know, it takes years to really see that effect. But, you know, it's, it's evident. It's evident all around us. I know it exists, you know, but I'm going to get into, I'm going to get more in depth on that in another episode, probably episode on its own. So, with all that being said, hopefully I'm not speaking too fast. I know you know. I kinda run, I kinda take off, you feel me? So let me try and slow it down. But So we got 10 year goal, five year goal, one year goal, and daily accomplishments. Got it all written down, it's clear. go to go to go to whatever the grocery store right aid whatever get you some poster boards you know vision boards and you know i see some people make vision boards they got like a million different things on it like no just just make it the goals okay make it simple so you can look at it and see like this is what needs to be accomplished i have this time frame i have given myself 6 months to complete this i've given myself two months to complete this course. I've given myself four months or three months to start an online business. I've given myself six, nine, 12 months to buy my first property. Once you see that you have those deadlines, you begin to hold yourself accountable when you see them things visually every day. So you, you know, this is the first place to start. This is really the first place to start. And, you know, for some people, you know, I know they, they might seem people are used to thinking short term. And again, you know, this is why we're going to talk about the compounded effect later. But, you know, people are used to thinking short term, like, oh, I got to I got to get this bag now to serve. Say, oh, you got to run it up right now. And that's when people start making sloppy moves, start moving foolish. You feel me? And that's how people, you know, get jammed up. And it's like, that's not what we're going for. So, you know, but so far to 10 years for a lot of people seem intimidating and honestly like you know I ain't never used to think like that this is a, this is a new thought process for me relatively within the past like year right you know it's like I, I, got, I, I got kids now and all that so it's like you know I got different priorities to help kind of switch my, my thought process but if you talk to any person that really you know obtain some level of wealth they'll all tell you the truth behind the statement that it takes seven to 10 years to build wealth. So don't, do not think that you are about to get rich overnight. Even if you got like a hot product or a hot brand and you make like 50K, 100K, like that's cool, like great, you feel me? I ain't saying that's bad at all. But one, it's, all, it's not about what you make, it's about what you do with that money first off. So if you go blow it like, you might as well have just not made it in the first place. But do you know it's also like like a hundred K ain't wealth? You feel me? Like you need a couple mil. It takes time. You need assets. You need cash flow. Consistent cash flow. It takes time to build that. You know, regardless of whether you have a good first year or not, it takes time. You gotta you gotta show consistency. I mean, a great a, a good first year is a great start. For sure. I'm not like I said, I'm not knocking it. But you know, just just getting that long term mindset, seven to ten years, just to really, you know, see things really change like that. So, you know, something else I want people to understand is when they think, you know, like I said, such a goal is big, a lot of people think like, oh, you know, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to like be a millionaire, but I guess I had to hit the lotto. And it's just like, dang. What you got had to lie with for? Like, why can't you make it? And it's like, ah, you know, ain't nobody in my family like that. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Like, but they they got a stat, and I ain't even believe this the first time. To be honest, I went and fact checked it, but eighty percent of American millionaires are first generation millionaires. Yummy, woo! That that jaw that jump hit heavy. First generation millionaires, man. That mean, like we like we think a lot of people get it passed down to them, but that mean only twenty percent of millionaires got that passed down to them. Now, mind you, that's still like a that's still like a lot, but that mean eighty percent of people went out and grinded. Now, mind you, it doesn't mean all of them came from like you know the bottom and like all that, but like, but they still had to work for it. You know I me. Mean? They ain't come from no crazy amount of wealth. They came from a, 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 a middle class or lower family. You feel me? And it's like they they, they turned it up. So it's like, you mean that, did Man, look, there just ain't no excuses. You hear me? But also, you know, all, another stat was, you know, half of all millionaires are self-employed to own a business. So you got to understand that, man. Listen, the nine to five is not going to get you rich. I don't care what type of job you you getting paid 200k a year like i mean maybe if you, like i said if you know it's not about what you make it's about what you do with it but you know if you can create some passive income and you can work a nine to five until you know you got other businesses and so on and so forth that you know supplement your income you know but it is like a nine to five is it, it's, it's 99 times out of 100 it's not gonna get you there so you know you know, again, that's why we talking about getting started because we gotta, you know, we gotta have ownership. This is what this 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 is how people avoid taxes and all that. Like they have ownership, they can utilize these tax loopholes and strategy. You can't do that when you just a W two worker, a tenant. You know what I mean? So you know, another little fact I, I saw about millionaires is. You know, everyone see this this lifestyle, especially nowadays, man, especially nowadays with Instagram. I know we hear that all the time, but, you know, it's true. Um, You you know, just just a lifestyle portrayed on Instagram, you hear me? And it's just like everything all glitz and glam. It's like people just messing up a bag just to look like they got it for some flicks. But it's uh, a statistic said that Ford, Ford is Millionaire's most preferred car manufacturer, and that is it. 9.4%. So 9.4% of millionaires drop forwards. So like okay, you're saying oh it's only 9. So like 10%. You feel me? It's like one out of eight, 10. That's that, that's a pretty decent amount for like one, like I it, it, I think it said the second most was Cadillac. You feel me Cadillac pretty decent. You mean a lot of old money. I feel like Cadillac is is like the ballers and the old money. You feel me? So, you know what I mean that makes sense. <laughs> But at the end of the day, that just means not a lot of people driving foreigns. You feel me? Not a lot of these millionaires is driving foreigns. So these people that are really driving these cars, obviously, you know, if you really, really, really on top, I ain't going to knock you. You feel me? Do what you do. But, you know, you got to be reasonable when you're spending it at the end of the day. Like, you feel me? Like like Warren Buffett drive like, a regular, regular car. You feel me? And that dude crazy rich. Like, look up to that, man. You feel me? Look up to that, man. You, me? That, man, you hear me? He he don't do nothing but stack his paper. You feel me? I'm pretty sure he give a lot of his money away too. I'm pretty sure like he give a lot of it away. I'm pretty sure I heard he was uh, pretty philanthropic with his with his bread. But uh, you know, all that being said, you know, that's just gonna lead us into budgeting. So this is the next thing I need y'all to do. We got to, we got our goals. You know, got a little bit of a mindset in there. You you feel me? And now we about to get into budgeting, all right? So I'm gonna give you my personal budget. I'm going to show you what it is because I know a lot of people don't make a lot of money. And guess what? I'm going to keep it a being with you. I don't make a lot of money, right? I get paid $15 an hour. Ain't nothing crazy. You I mean? So look, so you know, $15 an hour, 40 hours minus taxes. Depending on where you work, how much taxes you get taken out, you're going to get somewhere between $450 and like $475. I think I get like $470, right? So this is... So I get paid weekly, you know, so double it if you want to do bi-weekly. I love getting paid weekly. It's like the best thing ever. Um, But so I put $175 aside for rent, right? I put $125 to $150 for food. This is my module again. This is weekly and $100 to save. So that leaves me with somewhere between $40 and $70 to spend per week. And you know, a lot of times, like 25 of that go to one of my brothers, you feel me? Because they need some phone time, they need some commissary, you know what I mean? It ain't much, but you know what I mean? It, it's a little something. A, a couple other people is also pitching in for them, so you know, it, it it help out, you feel me? They understand the situation, you feel me? I do what I can, right? All right, so let's look at it, right? So $175 a week, multiply that by four weeks in a month, $700. So my monthly bills is $500 to $600, right? So you're saying, okay, well, why is you saving extra money? You should, before you really splurge on anything or really spend any money, you should have at minimum three months, you know, really renting food. You feel me? You should have three months of bills saved up. So that includes food, really. Before you be spending your money, because you never know, you might get fired if you work for someone, you might get fired. This coronavirus, here you go. Like, you feel me? What if they didn't put no stimulus out? People would have been assed out right now. You feel me? So, you know, it's like you want to have at least three months. You know, you might want to quit a job. You might just be like, man, my boss would really be drawing. Like, I ain't taking it no more. I don't got no job lined up. Like, I'm out, though. You feel me? So you got to make sure you got that cushion. Ideally, what you want is six months, though. But you need at least three months before you really even spend money on anything so if you're spending hundred dollars on clothes every other week you feel me no like boom that hundred dollars gotta go away and mind you again th- th- this isn't even a part of my hundred dollars I save a week right so my food again you know so my food is like five to six hundred right so you know I put a hundred just you know basically that goes in a bank account right and then what I started recently is you know I got a couple five Five dollar a week, recurring deposits, going into you know some some long term stock plays. You know I'm just trying to hold for like fifty years. You know so it's just you know again compounded effect. Five dollars a week, it's two hundred sixty dollars a year. You're not even going to notice five dollars a week coming out your bank account. Go put it in the an S and P five hundred index. You feel I me? Mean? Go or ETF that tracks the index. I use VOO. V O O. It's 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 the Vanguard S and P five hundred index. We get into that later, though. So, okay. So, like I said, sometimes out of that $40 to $70, you know, a couple dollars go to my mans and them. But, you know, I also, I get overtime. So, I work about somewhere between, like, 5 to 10 hours overtime every week. So, that's time and a half. Boom. So, that's an extra, like, $80, $160 hours on my check, right? Sometimes I get a little check that's, like, 600 right so what i do with that is you know some of that gets saved some of that money definitely some of that money goes my brothers you feel me you know let me just say you know free hk man free cat yeah me (laughs) but you know yeah like you know you, you gotta hold your people down you feel me you gotta hold your people down for sure um but you know, and and definitely some of that money going to stocks. You feel me? I put a nice little like twenty five dollars in, in into the stock. You feel me? So I can kind of move it around a little bit as I please. It it's not a part of that recurring deposit. So, you know, again, what what I would recommend is it goes into that. Just 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 a quick note on this compounding effect. Like I said, open a Robinhood account. It's free. I would say go ahead deposit a hundred dollars. Why? Because you because you can get that free stock even if it's only five dollars listen man they they gave me plug right the 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 stock plug if you you know anything about this stuff it's like um it's like electronic vehicles, I believe, or that might be workhorse um or that might be both of them honestly uh but anyway, they gave it to me at four and it jumped up to i think like sixteen eighteen dollars at one point it's it's hovering around like eleven twelve dollars right now, so i had I had bought more when it was low, and then you know I made a couple of dollars off it, of, you know n- nothing crazy but like I, you know, it's a couple of dollars, but like I said, you know, set up like five, $10 a week, <clears throat> you're not really going to notice it, but over time it's, it's, it's going to make a difference. And it's just going to get you started. Like down the road, you might be putting $25 a week in. or you might be putting $5 a week in this stock, $5 a week in that stock. You might start diversifying. You're going to start learning as you go. <clears throat> so it it gets you in the game. It gets you in the game. We're going to talk about that when it comes to mindset, you know, you just got to get started. We might, you know what, we might even talk about that this episode You gotta get started, you mean. So, you know, again, you know, it's all come down to the compounded effect When it, you know, when it comes, when it comes down to stocks When it comes down to money, when it comes down to, you know, personal education Just whatever, the compounded effect Which means, you know, you gotta just, you gotta get started You gotta start educating yourself, you gotta do whatever so if y'all want to look at that, you know, if y'all got a different budget than me, y'all might make less. Y'all might make more, right? Let's just—I I broke it down as a percent for y'all. So I save twenty percent of my income. I save twenty percent on food, like twenty-five to thirty percent. You know, I got a family too, so so of course, you feel know I me. Mean? If it's just myself, probably more like fifteen percent, twenty percent, and then forty percent on bills. You know, that that bills and food is going to kill you. You feel me? So if you can find a way to like minimize that, that, that's where you, you know, you get your money. And then about 2% I invest, you know, aside from my overtime. This is just my regular base pay, right? And I spend 8%. So I feel like that's pretty reasonable because I just spent 8%. Mind you, I probably need to get my bills down because that's taking up about 70%. Like 65%, 65% looking at this, right? Like that's crazy. Like, majority of my money just goes out. Like, I make it and it goes out. And I'm sure that's with all of us. So that's, you know, that's nutty. That's really what you got to do is you got to find ways to save money on food and bills. And then you just got to put it up just because you have that money. If you go save money on food and bills just so you can go buy nice clothes or whatever, you feel me? You might as well just spend it on food and bills because it's going out the door anyway. Put it up. Put it up, man, so you can use it. Don't don't be super tight with your money though. Don't be like holding on to it. Like, listen, cash is damn near worthless unless you do something with it. So don't be don't be so attached to it. <laughs> just a just just the you know just the thought, man. Don't be so attached to that paper, man. So you know the next step, I would say you know, get a credit card, man. Get a credit card. If you don't got, uh, I think it's like a five eighty. Go get you a secure credit card it's like 200 dollars. put 200 dollars up and you can spend on that 200 dollars. but get a credit card man i don't i don't know like too too much crazy about credit cards right but i do know a couple of things i know for one if you pay off your entire balance at the end of the month your credit score gonna build slower okay because they want interest that's how they they give you points for you paying them interest so you know if you spend $100, $200, you know, put your bills on there. Put, like, you know, put your rent on there. So, let's just say, like, $400. Leave, like, $25, 30 on there at the end of the month that they can tax. Like, who cares? If it's 25%, right on $25, it's $5. Like, you're good. You feel me? $5 ain't going to kill you. It's going to help your credit score build faster. You good. Because credit score, that's, like, leverage. That's money in the bank, pretty much. So, you know, if you got someone that's already got a good credit score, you know, ask them to be authorized user. Get them to authorize you as a user. If you got your folks, your peoples, whatever, like whoever you got, man, everybody got like something. Like it might be auntie, uncle, mom, pop, somebody. But, you know, get that done. It, de- it definitely work out. Now, if you got bills in your name, go on, uh, 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 open a, a free Experian account. So that way you can check your credit score. You feel me? Your FICO uh, FICO 8 score or something. Because, you know, Credit Karma gives you your Advantage score. It's different. That's not as accurate. You want your FICO score. So, use Experian. But use Experian Boost. If you got bills in your name, it'll track your payments of your bills and make your credit score go up faster. Now, me, I don't even got no bills in my name. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. <laughs> like, listen, felonies hold you back. If y'all are trying to get out the streets of y'all, whatever, yo, please chill. Like y'all don't even understand felonies hold you back so damn much, man. It's irritating. Like I just went to apply for life insurance the other day and they denied me because felonies. Now mind you, I'm 23. I was trying to get in like a top, like preferred tier, like low payments and all that. You feel me? Like good payout benefit, like heavy. But now I can't get it because I got felony. So now we're about to go, my man working on, my man selling insurance. So, you know, if y'all need life insurance, homeowners insurance, whatever. Like, my man got you. Like, you mean, this, this is my man since we was four year, three, four years old. You feel me? Right hand. Good bull. You feel me? Loving death, right? And, you know, at the end of the day, he took the better path. You feel me? He graduated college and all that. You feel me? So he doing his thing. So I'm definitely proud of him. But so, you know, he working to find a better, um. Well not, not necessarily a better, but someone that's willing to accept me, you feel me? Cause I don't know. we we ain't even think about it going into it. But anyway, keep y'all updated on that. So, you know At the end of the day though, you know, I, I I'm glad y'all are here. You feel me? I'm sure I'm not the only uh 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 well, you know, I'm definitely the only campaign y'all listening to, but you know, I'm sure y'all listen to Upper Podcast. So you know, I'm sure y'all heard the quote before by Jim Rohn. You know, that formal education will make you a living, but self education will make you a fortune. And you know, just going back to my man, right, who saw the insurance. He went to school. I don't. I don't even, honestly, I don't even remember what he graduated for. I know he like a history major. I think he did like history, but then it's like he sell insurance. But it's he taught himself stocks, and he makes just about as much money in stocks trading and investing in stocks that he does his nine to five and he does it while he's at work so he makes double income (laughs) so it's like he 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 gonna end up making it he gonna end up making a good bit of money so you know i'm definitely gonna work work on him with some things when you know when we're ready to make some moves but you know so like i said you know i gotta study for at least an hour a day that's me you know you can do more you could do less whatever you got to get started with to get you in the groove right so you know start with general education of a few topics you know this is probably you know what's on your one five ten years you feel me like i said if on ten years you know you got on this type of business or you know you managing different people whatever you what's that called um if you outsource in all your businesses by 10 years so you are not really act them you feel me you might start with some general education of how to outsource you know how do you do this so then you know you can kind of start playing around with it once you get in a position oh by one year I want to have this business started okay so you know you start the business or maybe you start the business in six years pardon myself six months and then by a year you know you learn it. you kind of learn things you're comfortable with things in one year you want to start playing around with outsourcing because that's you know, once I get situated, that's what I want to do. I want to start learning outsourcing so I can, you know, buy freedom. So, you know, start with general educations of these few topics that are on your one, five and 10 years. Right. And then pick a path, figure out, like I said, you know, this comes down to your daily goals. What do you need to do to execute? What do you need to do to execute? So once you kind of understand generally what you need to do, Start with some specific education. Really, you know, just focus on one, maybe two topics at a time, right? And then execute, okay? Execute before you move on. And if you fail, I don't like that word. If you make a mistake, if you get set back, make sure you keep working on it until you get it right. Don't just move on because, oh, damn, it ain't work out. I'm moving on to the next thing. No, listen, you gotta keep it pushing. So, you know, you got to expect the setbacks and mistakes. You feel me? That, that's a part of life. So it's definitely part of business. But, you know, something I would recommend, though, if if you're going to start is I would personally, this is what I'm working on right now, but I would recommend, you know, starting with a cash flow business on the side of your nine to five and learning a little bit, little bit about, you know, long term investing. I, I personally want to focus on learning trading stocks right away. I would say focus on long term investing so you can understand the fundamentals of the stock market. That's what I'm focusing on learning right now. So I'm not going to start giving you a bunch of information, but I don't have it, you know, solidified and locked in yet. But this is what I'm working on right now. And so why do I say this? Right? Some people want to focus on real estate first, which is cool. That's what I wanted to do, right? But you know, one having felonies, two you know, just still in the process of building a more stable work history, which I, you know, I, I got like a year at this job right now, like nine months. But, you know, um, I had the whole 2020 on here for this tax return. So, you know, everything's starting to look better now. But why I would say like a cash flow business, because you've got your nine to five, bringing in money, a lot of it goes to bills. But then if you bring in cat, you start another cash flow business, whether it's you know, I'm going to do clothing and cosmetics right now. But whether you want to start off with like a vending machine business or, you know, iPhone repair business, whatever, something that's going to bring you in some hard cash. Boom. So you can stack it, put it away. You feel me? Put it up. Boom. You're building up, you know, your value, your, your, your leverage, right? And then, you know, long-term investing. Focus on long-term investing, you know. Buy some bullions of gold, right? A little, not even like an ounce, but like you know, buy like a little gram coin or whatever here and there, like you know, a hundred dollars here, a hundred dollars there, boom. So that way, you know, you're buying gold, it's like put away, like I said, an SP, uh, ETF that tracks the S&P 500 index. You know, a lot of people choose SPY, uh, I use VU because you know, Vanguard is, is, is pretty local to Philadelphia, they they were, uh, they started out in Malvern. You know they got uh like good fundamentals their executives don't really get paid that much so a lot of their money goes back into reinvesting so you know it's a solid company with sound fundamentals um so that's why i choose them but you know why i'm just saying maybe not real estate is because you know it does require a good bit of capital to you know start out with now if you want to learn wholesaling you know then do wholesaling like that's cool, that's your cash flow, boom, like and, you know that could be a good cash flow, you know even if even if you're not making crazy profit margin, you're still making a couple hundred couple bands, like like you borrow <laughs> myself, like you can do your thing, but you know also you know some people will say like you know they have the this business or that business, this passive cash flow, and it's bringing in the same amount as they rentals. So you know real estate is like the long-term game the way I look at it. I'm definitely trying to, you know, again the compound effect. I'm not saying don't get in. I'm trying to get in right now. I just got to wait for this, you know, next tax return to come in and it's on. You feel me, I'm going to get either, you know, a duplex or you know, crib for myself cuz they, they they try to keep me out right now, you mean? Know me? But you know, they ain't going to have nothing to say to me once I get this next tax return. you hear me? But, you know, all roads do lead back to real estate, though. So, you know, again, you know, this cash flow, I'm saying get cash flow because then you can build it up, boom, and then you can go buy real estate. And then your real estate can start bringing in some, a couple dollars, you know, and even though it's maybe not a lot, it's consistent, it's stable, and you're building a net worth, you have an asset, you build on leverage, and now you got that cash flow business still operating. So now you really winning. You feel me? I feel like if you start off with real estate, You might put a lot of your money in. And then the return is a slow, long-term process. Whereas if you cultivate that cash flow business first, you now have a cash flow business that's gonna start buying them assets. So it'll, I feel like it'll, you know, expedite that process. You feel me? That's just my recommendation, though. If y'all feel something different, you feel me? Talk to me, man. Talk to me, man. If y'all want, you mean reach out to me, you know, I'm available, I'm available all the time, man, hit, hit, hit me on the gram, it's the only social media I use, Uh, it, Yusuf, Y-0-U-S-U-F-F-F, it's three F's, I went back and checked that for y'all, it's three F's, again, that's Y-0-U-S-U-F-F-F, man, you know, you don't want to holler at me, man, holler at me, you feel me? So this, so, so again, you know, I mentioned a couple of things. This is my ideas for cash flow business, man. I'm gonna do clothing and cosmetics, right? You might want to do drop shipping. Cool, a lot of people do that. Vending machines—that's a good one. That's something I'm trying to get into. Once I get this uh, clothing and cosmetics, the only thing is, I feel like you might need a car to, you know, service the machines. I don't got a wheel right now. You know, I feel like I'm saving my money towards better things. You know, uh, a wheel's a liability. You know, it depreciates in value. So, you know, it just ain't there right now. I got the paper, but like, you mean, I just ain't about to blow my paper on no will, and I have no return for it. But, you know, you might do a, a, some affiliate links and maybe you do some products and courses. Maybe you got a little skill. You can teach people something, you feel me? And maybe you can make some uh, subscription-based e-product or service. You know, y'all got to tell me, you know, I, I can maybe help y'all cultivate an idea. Y'all tell me what y'all like, what y'all get at. Um, I help my wife, you know, kind of, Throw a lot of ideas at her, and she, um, you know, she 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 got trained to be a doula, and you know, then she got trained to be, you know, a birthing educator, and now she, you know, she offering different products. So she got a couple different avenues she's working on right now. and, You know, I kind of helped her to you know get to that point, and you know, as opposed to long term investing, I would say you know a couple, couple things I look looking like I said the S and P five hundred. Um, you know, Apple, put $5 a week in Apple. Like, I don't really think you can go wrong there right now. Um, I, one that's like my favorite right now is AMT. It's called American Tower. And I'll mind you, I guess, you know, everyone say, you know, this is not investment advice. Do your own research, right? I, I'm not a professional, so like, I don't even know if y'all can hold me accountable for it. <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, please, yeah, do your own research, man. But you know, I like AMT, right? it is it's it's a re a real estate investment trust but it's cell towers and there's another one called c c i crown castle investment they're also cell towers but they're different the reason i like a m t right c c i focuses on smaller towers in america and canada you know we're already a heavily developed region a m t focuses on underdeveloped and up and coming uh, areas of the world. So they're building big towers and, and and being like the pioneers over in these underdeveloped or developing countries. So as these countries develop, AMT going to have a lot of, you know, a lot of land, a lot of like just leverage out there. So, you know, we, we never know how things is going to change over here. So, you know, I feel like that's a better long-term play personally. That's how I feel. And then you, of course, gold, like, you know, you can buy the I shares gold fund, you feel me? Or you know, you could order gold bullions. You feel me? Little gold coins. And you know, that way you definitely gonna hold it long term because you know it's like you're not about to just sell the share, you feel me? So, you know, maybe looking at that, that's something I'm I'm, I'm about to get into spending like a couple hundred just on, you know, some gold bullions, just so I don't be selling the, the, the gold shares because <laughs> it's gonna go up over time, man. It definitely is. Um, So, you know, just something to keep in mind, too. You know, like I said, when it comes down to education, man, the average person spends. Pardon myself. What is the average person over 12 years old spends four and a half hours a day, which is one whole day a week, which is two whole months a year watching TV. So that's TV, Netflix, sports, whatever, man. So you got time so i don't want to hear no bs talking about oh i don't got you got plenty of time everybody got time man you just gotta make time you feel me so okay man you know before we head out you hear me we're gonna go into the final thought right final thought i know this episode is a little long but you feel me this was you know this is some important info right here you hear me so a final thought for the day, man, is like I said before, man. Get started, man. Get in there, man. What is you mean? Investing. Like I said, five dollars a week. Like it's just gonna get you invested in investing. It's gonna get you invested in investing, you feel me? Whether it's you know, you gotta uh 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 just start studying, you feel me? What whether it's real estate whether it's wholesaling, whether it's vending machines, whether it's a business, whether it's an e-commerce store, whether it's drop shipping. Get started. Just get started. Even if even if you're still on the educational point, start educating yourself. And once you get to a point, man, where you feel like you know a couple of things, you're not going to learn everything online. you got to learn some things through experience. You feel me? So just you I mean get started, man. My Bull said, right? He said, you don't have to get it right. You just got to get it started. And that's the boy Gerald Peters, right? On Instagram, full auto 11 Right? I like bull. I like bull. He, he, uh, 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 he, he like a long-term thinker. You feel me? I feel like he a long-term thinker. He kind of helped me get into, into that long-term mindset. Now, mind you, I'm going to be honest with you. Most of the people I listen to, you know, is people focus on black wealth. This is like one of the few white boys I listen to. I'm just going to keep with it being right there. It's One of the few white boys I listen to, but he, he he good bull. He uh but like I said, he got me he got me more so into that long-term thinking. He he and you know, he talk about, you know, it takes 7 to 10 years to build well. He talk about that stuff. And my man who who do the um who sell the insurance. He had put me on to him. And it was he put me on to him in part because you know I had um I was trying to just move too quick. And my man was like, yo, listen, you got to slow it down. Like, he's like, you know, you got to take it easy. So, you know, it kind of helped me get into that mindset, man. You know, sometimes, sometimes you got to listen to people that think differently than you to give you a different perspective, you feel me? And, you know, you might come around to it. So, like I said, the final thought, though, is, you know, we're going to say you don't have to get it right. Just got to get it started. You're going to learn along the way. Just, you know, make sure you got... Some prior knowledge, don't go in blind, but you know, don't be sitting there studying all day and just doing nothing with it. That's a fool's game, you hear me? All right, one.